Hello and welcome to the Nautic Goods Podcast. This is episode 6. In our last episode, we delved into matters of conceptual regarding ADHD and autism. Um, I gave you a little bit of history on me and what I am. I also talked about out-of-box thinking and hyper-focus and gifts. Today, what I want to talk about is evolution of your being. I'm going to call this episode 40 years because 2023 is my 40th year on this planet, and what I'm going to be talking about is our evolution as humans. I should actually correct myself. My evolution from when I was a baby to an adult at the age of 40. So, this episode would benefit anyone. It doesn't matter if you are neurodivergent or not. I suspect we can all reflect on where we've been, where we are present, and those two elements should give you an idea of where you are aiming to be. That's the end goal. So, where this will lead us, we will see how you have evolved in different areas of your life from the beginning of your life till now. So, I'm going to try and keep this about where I'd be, but I'm also going to try and keep it as broad as possible so people help others. So some of my scenarios will be hypothetical, some of them might be, and some of them will be based on. And it's based on I've experienced now just because I've experienced it doesn't mean that you will you would have experienced it which is probably the reason why sharing is good the other thing is 
we're not going to all have the same views, we're not all going to agree on the same thing, we've all got different likes and dislikes and, and that, and specifically if my opinions are not what you would agree on, well, it's, it's good to have, to be an individual and not just being a sheep that follows everyone like I have been. I've been there as well. So, and this also leads on to another topic as well. We have people um, who are neurodivergent. There's a Currently, a, a bit of a trend going on at the moment. People are getting diagnosed as adults for different medical conditions on the spectrum. And there's this idea out there that you need to unmask. Now, this is purely my own opinion, but Again, I don't expect everyone to agree with this. Being someone with ADHD and, um, and autism Asperger's, pretty much a high functioning person, just got a few little traits here and there. Being someone like that, Explains the, tr the struggles I've had in the past. However, I don't feel it is necessary for me to unmask skills that I have learnt to cope with situations in my life. Now, a lot of the people are not going to agree with me on that, but a skill is a skill in my opinion. You know strategy, you can consider that a conceptual skill. If it's been beneficial to you, why would you change it? Why would you remove it from your from your program? If it's the only time I'd say it's not helpful then remove those and come up with other skills or strategies to get around those problems. So that's basically my opinion on something that I've been reading about and it's a big trend at the moment, and this is why I've decided this episode is going to be about my evolution mm. and things. It, I believe things happen for a reason. You are tested, you're trialed. You tested, you're trialed. 
you learn how to survive in this world. And this goes for anyone. Some people take longer to grasp skills and learn and evolve. And I am one of those people. Some people grasp everything quickly. And they're the people that have success in their early 20s and do very well. Um, but there are some people that don't even that don't get diagnosed and they struggle right up until they're about 30 or 40. And then they get a diagnosis and it changes their life. And then it, that diagnosis it, it is at the age of 40 diagnosis could also hinder as well because I think why why is this not why is this not going and if I knew that this in my when I was a child I would have been able to do well. That wasn't me but I suspect putting myself in that position using empathy, put myself in that position and someone has been diagnosed at that age, I haven't been able to hold a job or whatever for all their life. And then suddenly they get a diagnosis at the age of 40, I could imagine that would be quite devastating. Um, and I would be sure that you'd be questioning a lot of things. And uh, if you're one of those people that really you utilize the many, many, many not-for-profit um, organizations that are out there to help people with ADHD and um, neurodivergent problems. There's a few not-for-profits around. Um, one that I was involved, with, involved in recently was Adults of ADHD. Now they're really good. Um, I thought just want to give back, that's what I thought. But one day I actually did meet them, which I talked about in the last episode of the situation I've had with my, my doctor recently, and they really did help me through a problem. But I thought, oh, I don't have any problems, I don't have any problems. I'll I'm just helping out other people. Yeah. 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 Not from my face. But we'll go off track here. Um, so, basically, what I want to talk about is our evolution for How this all starts is we're born into this world. We're a blank canvas. We know nothing. Maybe there is some thoughts there in the first few years, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, I'm not a medical professional. But pretty much we're a blank canvas. Okay, so we learn to walk, we learn to talk, we get tour trained. Some people are slower than others at all these things. Then we go to school. Again, 
some people are slower at these different at these skills, learning skills. You learn maths. Some people have paper. Some people are better at maths than, than reading writing. Some people are reading writing better than maths. That's beside the point. These are all skills that prepare us for the world. We learn history, we learn geography, we learn all those different concepts out there. This gives us the mind some some, some conceptual views that get you by. But it's all theory. Most of it you never use again. However, invisibly you are using it. Now, the things you Things that are struggling for someone like me, who is on the spectrum, is people skills. I had to learn concepts to and skills to deal with people. I had to learn how to count myself. I had to learn how to. Um, Had a holy job, which I did at an early age as a paper boy, about 10 to when I was about 18. Well, not, not 18, but I was about 16. Um, and those gave me some life skills. So, I picked up a lot of things along the way. And I was very lucky, I went to good schools, they gave me attention that I needed to. Learn what I need to do to get by in life. Now, over time, you find trends that, that you find in workplaces that are causing problems. There's always bullying, there's always um, traits that people don't like, and people don't like, and you have to sort of comply with it. Over time, you learn how to read people, you learn how to deal with people, and you learn your skills that you need to survive in this world. And some people are faster at this, which are the genius IQ, high IQ people. They go to all the, the best schools and all that. And then there's some people that are smart, gifted, that take a lot longer to grasp everything. And I believe neurodivergence is a gift. Yes, you need a bit more medical support um, with treatments and medication or that. but and also counselling here and there but I there's certain things that the creativity that we get 
I've just the fear has sort of stopped me from doing over the years. This is what I keep mentioning. And the hyper focus. They're, they're good traits, but my point is here. All these little methods and skills that I've learned over 40 years and, and have worked very slowly and intensely analysed to make me survive in this world, putting a roof over my head, building the table. These skills are beneficial. Why would I want to remove my emotional intelligence that it's taken me 40 years to learn? Why would I want to um, why would I want to be treated differently? going out and needing to get support with, well, not so much getting support, that's not the thing. Why would I need to change my behaviours? From positive behaviors to negative behaviors is what I'm saying. And that's what this unmasking, that's what I believe this unmasking thing is about. Um, I don't think it's always positive behaviors that are going to be changing. And I don't really think it's a mask you're putting on yourself either. I see what people are calling the mask. I see that as actually skills, extra skills that are required that you've learnt over many years. To maintain your own survival of the basic wants and needs, which is what we talked about in the last yeah, actually, yeah, wants and needs, so, but more wants, I oh, sorry, more needs, so necessities of life and um, and this is not easy to talk about either <laughs> I can tell you um, because there's maybe a few people who are not going to like on that I'm actually saying here but I don't care this has to be said How I view things is neurodivergence. It's not the mainstream. So spectrum is not mainstream. ADHD is not mainstream. And you could even say conceptually 
mental health is not mainstream. As soon as you start mentioning mental health in work, you get treated like um, differently straight away. They start talking down. My experience is I get talked down to. sort of a little bit of disrespect and it doesn't matter where you go, it's going to happen if you start talking about stuff. So, and I don't think mental health issues, neurodiversity, neurodivergence will ever, ever, ever really accepted wholly. You're always going to be on the outer Which is, for me, it's fine. I can deal with that. But... Just think about this. Boy, like, a mask could be useful for some things. But hear me out. There's an alternative to unmasking. And that's valuing skills you've learned in your evolution over your lifetime. If you're only in school, still, if you haven't quite got evolution yet, you know what's beneficial. Seeing this video, you are seeing that you can learn skills that can potentially avoid the pitfalls that I've been through growing up. One of those being always accept help. I don't like to be a victim. Maybe in my younger days I probably was and that's probably where I found a lot of trouble. But for me, I don't like to be a victim. I like to be a doer, I like to get things done. So, if I've got something going on that needs fixing myself, I will use my awareness, I will seek help with a doctor. And get an opinion on what's wrong. Just go seek help. Counselors, psychologists, they're all good. find a good person that is able to help you. They are not cheap, but if you can't self-fund, if you don't have it, if you're eligible for it, you could possibly go on NDIS. But that's a, something I can't really talk about. I have no experience of that. I'm more self-funded. Um, seeking help early is best. Research, um, value your skills that you've learned to get around your problems, around your pitfalls. My pitfalls were I couldn't read people, facial expressions, etc. Um, I took 
talk too much, I interrupt. But I found ways around it. I seek to, I seek to doctor to get medication for my ADHD. That helped, but it doesn't do everything. It's not a magic book. You still need to make methods up. So you still need to get methods. They're a helpful thing. They're not masks. And the other thing is don't. Usually people will know if you've got. You're on the spectrum, I'll say something to you, or oh, you're on the spectrum, or something, you can say, Yeah, yeah, I am. We're only for working that out. But I don't go around telling people really nearly. I only tell people where it may be a benefit to me, or if they ask me, I'll tell them the truth. Um, in terms of high level jobs, Potentially, it's a bit of a risk. Um, I would actually try not to talk about too much with employers, unless you're really concerned you could do something wrong. But I'm not the best actually side of things because I have not really disclosed to employees unless it's been a problem. Um, one concept that I have heard is telling the recruiter the truth. But even then, I don't know. Unless it's helpful to me, why would I bother telling anyone? Um, and why would I change something that's positive for me, positive method, that's worked for 10 years or whatever? Um, to to um, just show that I'm autistic and yeah, for me, unless it's, unless it's a positive behaviour, I will not remove that method. Different skills and coping mechanisms. It goes by in everyday life. 
the alternative to the unmasking. Now, as usual, if you have any questions or concerns, um, you can email me at chris at um, I do enjoy reading your, your uh, feedback on the show. On our show. Um, I really do enjoy making these episodes. It's been good. Um, also, if you want to sponsor us or, uh, or come on the show as a guest, um, please email me as well. Um, please like and subscribe to this podcast on your provider. Um, once again, we are on YouTube, you want to see video and audio. Uh, like and subscribe to video. Uh, like our Facebook page, it's a lot of goods. Uh, thank you to uh, parent company, Anodic Consulting, Quite Limited, for producing this content. So, I hope you have a great uh, rest of your day, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye for now.